Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Before we jump into today's topic, uh, first, we'd love if you'd go leave a five star review. We love those. But also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, we tell our players every day to work on their craft while well, I'm challenging you today to work on your craft. Come over. Let me mentor you in becoming a better basketball coach. Teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let's head off to the podcast. All right, coach. So do you have a favorite thing you do at practice or a drill of the day or something that for a young coach that's listening to this that they might be able to implement or do? Well, I feel like a lot of a lot of programs and, and and a lot of young coaches struggle to get their their teams to talk. Communication is, is a huge thing. Um, that's actually one of the, one of the biggest things that I have in my program is communication all around. Um, but on the court, especially, it's it's really hard to get them to talk to each other. So we do a, every day. I do a transition drill. Uh, it's four man touch the line. So four four players facing the baseline. Four players on the baseline. So where are the guys, where are the people facing the baseline? Where are they? They're, they're free throw line extended. Okay. Okay. And they're facing the four players on the baseline. Okay. Um, so that the ones facing, they're going to end up on defense. It's going to be transition defense drill. Okay. So you call out one of their names, roll the ball, the offense, that player has to go touch the line and recover. So it's going to be four on three for about, I don't know, depending on how quick that player is. Right. Um, it's going to be four on three, you know, and I, and I tell the offense, you guys should score every time. Right. If you make the extra pass and you do the right things and you space the floor, you should score every time. And then I tell the defense, they should never score. Right. Because we should be in, in our triangle. Person at the top grabs the ball. Two others grab the blocks. Block gets first pass. And then we're in a help spots. And all you have to do is stop maybe one pass before that fourth, fourth person comes back. But it really, it makes them have to talk. Somebody's got to say, I've got ball. The two blocks have to get there. Then you've got to close out. you got to be in your help. And then the, the recovery person has to be the quarterback of the whole thing. I got so-and-so. And now we all scramble and say who we have. Um, 
I feel like people that teams that don't talk don't talk normally because they don't know what to say. Right. It's like saying be a leader. Well, if you want somebody to be a leader, you better show them how to be a leader. It's the same with talking. You have to teach them how to talk. But here's the analogy I use with my guys is in the most important game of the year, you will not hear me and you might not hear the other player across the court. If you don't really talk, you're going to miss something because it's going to be in a, you know, a typical high school packed gym with a couple thousand people. I said, the best part about it is your coach can yell at the officials and no one hears anything. So that's the best part of it. <laughs> so, but the worst part is you guys won't be able to hear each other unless you're literally screaming at each other and talking. And then I exactly. show clips of that. Exactly. It, that, that. That resonates with them. It's like, whoa, that's true. Yeah, I said, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, and, 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 the, and the more they talk, the more that they, they can pick up on what's being said and and they can kind of hone in on, on their teammates' voices because you're used to hearing that voice. Right, and the, um, the, the, well, yeah, that's why I never use a whistle. In 30-plus years, I've I never, never used a whistle either, yeah. yeah. I never used a whistle because I want them to hear me <laughs> because I might have to shout something out. I can't blow a whistle during the game. I don't care if they hear the whistle during the game. I want them to hear my voice during the game. Um, but then that's that's actually a podcast I did I don't know, maybe I just, I just did it maybe two, three days ago about uh, that's something I've been working on during COVID is um, kind of our dictionary, our terms. So, so that they can, like most of them know them, but now I'm dealing with kids I haven't coached before because we didn't play this year. And then I had a baby, a very senior laden team, senior junior laden team. I didn't have any youngsters with me. So now I'm going to give them terms about what, how should you talk and what, what words should you use? Just talking is the first part. When I do it, I just want them chattering. I don't care what they're saying, but eventually I try to get them to use the proper terms, um, you know, like on fall screens and things like that. So coach, your whole, your whole state didn't have a, didn't have a season this year. No, nope, uh, part of our state did. Uh, we are a purple state. Okay. <laughs> so, so part of our state did and part did not. Uh, basically, if you know anything about Wisconsin, Milwaukee and Madison did not play. Okay, because it's funny. You were talking about yelling at the refs and nobody could hear it. So we had empty gyms this year, and all of our games were live streamed. So I got a phone call from my mom after one game. <laughs> she, she, she didn't like the way I was talking to the refs. She didn't like how I was yelling at the girls. And she was, she was like, I wish I never heard that side of you. <laughs> right. You, I tell, I always tell football coaches they have it so well. I say, well, you guys got it great. Cause I know I've stood on the, I've done the chain game. I know exactly what you're saying. If, yeah. any, if those parents heard what you were saying, if you were Mike, there would be a totally different world. But then within a basketball coach, you're like literally six, six rows from grandma, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and now you have an empty gym and you're, and the camera's right next to you on the scores table. So everybody can hear you during timeouts or, and then you have the other team looking at you because they're, they're wondering, Whoa, why is that guy so fired up? Like, <laughs> right, I love that. I love, but I think you're right. I think talking is one of those things that coaches say a lot. And it's that lingo thing. Um, but you really gotta, you really gotta, I mean, you can say whatever you want about Bobby Knight, but his teams really talked. I went to a couple of his yeah. clinics and he really did. He, I think part of it was fear. <laughs> Cause yeah, it was they were scared, but they talked, and he did some drills with talking, and, and, and that were really good. Um, but do, do you have any drills for, for for getting kids to talk, or, or or like what should they be talking about? Is there a drill where you can bring that in? 
because I have a really tough time getting my girls to continuously talk. Yeah, I like I said, the first thing I do is I just want it loud in the gym. So I actually got an app, a decimeter app on my iPhone, and then it will tell how loud it is in the gym when we're doing it. So the, that's the first thing that takes several weeks just to get it loud enough where it's like, I don't even remember. It's been two years since I used it, but like to a, to whatever level I want it to get to. So it's loud enough that, okay, you're talking. Well, now let's do that. Um, and there's ones where you can just do, you know, you're yelling back forward and you got them kind of crossing. Like you put somebody on the baseline and they run to fr the, you know, front, 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 side, 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 back, back, back those kind of things. So they just don't run into each other. So I do some fun stuff with that. Um, okay. But I do a lot of stuff like uh, small sided, like two on two, three on three, where, you know, you have to set a ball screen. So they got to talk through the ball screen. So who, if your person's setting the screen or all the, I try to break it down into our specific offense, like, all right, you're getting beat off the dribble, help, 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 help. You know, um, there's one good drill that I do. I hate this. I, there's lots of drills I hate, um, but you know, I like, I hate three man weave. I do do it sometimes just making them call each other's names out for 30 seconds. One drill I do do is zigzag and I'll give offense freedom to go around the defender. Um, and most kids can go around a defender. If you're playing one on one yeah. in the full court, well, the rule is as soon as they get by you, you have to yell. They have to, you, as, as soon as you yell help, they have to stop dribbling. Ah, so, so then that allows them to get back and they, and it's like, help, 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 help. As soon as they yell that, then the dribbler has to stop. If they dribble the full length, it means you didn't talk. So that's one yeah. drill I do that I think, because I want them to yell help. If you got beat off the dribble, what are you doing? You're yelling for help from your teammates. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so, so like creating drills where they know exactly what they have to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, it, we specifically break down our terms, like. You know, like if you get beat off the dribble, what is it help or, you know, hedge or those kind of things on the screens. And, um, but initially it probably takes me two weeks of just, you can talk about anything. Like there was one kid that just kept saying banana because he thought it was funny. Hey, he's talking. I don't care what you say. You can say banana for as long as you're talking. So that was, yeah. uh, <laughs> all right. Thanks coach. That was great. Sports Social Podcast Network.